In this week's parsha, we have the story where Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Yidin regarding the Mun. On Friday, a double portion fell, and Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them they should eat a second portion on Shabbos. And Moshe says, "Ichlu hayoyim eat it today, ki Shabbos hayoyim la Hashem, because today is Shabbos for Hashem, and hayoyim loisim tzu basada. Today you're not going to be finding Mun in the field." In this pasuk, the word hayoyim appears three times. Chazal, learn out from this, the Gemara says, from here we learn the obligation of eating three meals on Shabbos. Now even though eating a meal usually consists of having bread, <coughs> excuse me, we find regarding the third meal, Shalashudas, so the Shlishis, we find the Machloikas whether you actually have to have bread. There are opinions that you could be yoytza just with mezoinus, some are more lenient, you could have it with things like meat and fish, and some are even more lenient that you can have the third meal with fruit. The Alter Rebbe, however, says that we shouldn't really rely on all these leniencies unless it's really impossible. Otherwise, if you're very full and it's going to be painful to eat, but really you should have the third meal properly with bread. Nevertheless, it's known the meaning of our Abayim, that usually they did not eat bread at the third meal, and they were yaitzen just by eating something, having something small. And the reason for this is, is because when we look at the three times Hayoyim in that Pasuk, each one corresponding to one of the meals, the third time Hayoyim, it says Hayoyim Loi. Today you won't find the Mun in the field. And therefore, they didn't eat bread, similar to this idea that they, there was no Mun. Mun was bread. It's considered bread in many ways. The Mun was not found, and therefore they did not have bread. To explain this Alpichsidus, it is, that it says that the third meal corresponds to the day that's all Shabbos, the time of La'asid Lavoi. Oilam Haba, which regarding which it says that Ein Bailoyachi Lavalashtia, the time of Oilam Haba, there's no food and no drink. And therefore, this Su'udah is not a regular meal, but we specifically, do, we, we don't have bread in it, in other words, to signify this idea that it's similar to the time where we're not going to be eating and drinking. Says the Rebbe, we know that our holy Torah is a unified Torah, it's one Torah, and all parts of Torah fit with each other. So therefore we need to understand, how does it make sense that according to Nigla and Shulchan Aruch, this would be considered a leniency not to have bread, al Rebbe Paskins, that we shouldn't rely on this leniencies. And yet al was saying that this is some sort of hider, not to eat bread because it represents such a high level. So the Rebbe says, the explanation is, the al Rebbe himself writes, that the concept of Suda's Shabbos is purely just for pleasure. And if someone is having tsar from eating, then not only isn't there an obligation that he should eat, but in fact it's better he shouldn't eat. Because then it's going to be tsar, it's going to cause him pain, the opposite of, of Oynik Shabbos. And just like this is true in regards to eating generally, the same thing is true in regards to what you're going to eat, the details of the food. If a person doesn't enjoy having bread, and on the contrary, it's going to cause him pain, so then if he eats it, he's actually achieving or doing the opposite of what Su'udah Shabbos is supposed to achieve, which is the pleasure. Says the Rebbe, therefore, when you have a person that feels the amazing high level that's happening at this time of the Su'udah Shlishes, that this is me'ein o'ilam and therefore he's going to have pain to eat bread at that time, then not only isn't there an obligation, that he doesn't have the obligation to eat bread, but in fact would be considered a hidr not to eat it. Because that's the way he's going to have his oinig. And therefore he'll be yaitzah just by tasting something, just by having something. And therefore the rabbeim that felt this tremendous oir of this time were yaitzah just by eating or tasting something small. 
And this, in a similar way, the Hasidim that are Makushah to them and learn their Torah in order to act upon their Torah also follow in this path. Says the Rebbe, but we still need to understand. If that's the case, maybe we shouldn't eat anything at all by the third meal. Now, in some places, it sounds like that the reason why we do have something is because the third meal is only It's only similar to the time of Olam but It's not Mamush Olam In other words, it's a certain Chisorin, it's a certain disadvantage that we still have to eat something at least. But the truth says the Rebbe, from a Rishima of the free Rebbe in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rashab, and it's brought in Hayoyim Yoyim, he brings in connection to this idea that the third meal is associated with this darg of Hayoyim Loy, this level that's beyond eating. And he says we don't eat bread, but he says, but we still need to eat something. You have to taste something. And in regards to this, he brings what Rabbi Yossi says in the Gemara, Yehei my portion should be from those that eat three meals, which makes it sounds like that eating at the third meal is actually a positive thing. It's a great thing. In other words, it's coming because of a certain mila. Not only, be, in other words, it's not only that this chisarin that we're not up to this highest level yet. It sounds like it's a positive thing. We need to have part of the third meal as, as a great thing. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand how that is. And also says the Rebbe, what exactly is the proof from Rabbi Yossi? If we're trying to say the actual idea that one needs to eat three meals, that it should have started off in this pisgum from the Rebbe Rashab, the actual, the actual point, a person has an obligation to eat three meals. And if he's trying to bring out the point that the, the reason of why you have to eat something, taste something, in other words, the mile of tasting something at least, how do you see that in the words of Rabbi Yossi? See, simply, you look at Rabbi Yossi, it sounds like you have to have three proper meals. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first uh, understanding what Rabbi Yossi is actually saying. The din of having three meals is not some sort of hidur. It's not some, some sort of extra inyan. It's an explicit, specific, clear din in, in the Gemara. So what does Rabbi Yossi mean when he says, Yehei chelki, may my portion be from those that eat three meals. It sounds like it's a big deal. It's a big idea that he's going to have. So the explanation is, says the Rebbe, when we say that in Olam there is no eating and no drinking, etc. We don't mean that we're suddenly going to lose the qualities of the Yiddish Shaguf, of the Yiddish body. What we are saying is that the connection between the Nisham and the body won't have to be through physical food. But there's still going to be the physical body, and in fact, Chassidus, as we know, Paskins like the Ramban, that the main Shleimus of Olam is specifically at the time of Tchiyas HaMesim, specifically at the times when we have a Neshama in a Guf, because there's a special quality, a special advantage in the body of a Yid. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we can now say that there's actually, yes, a certain Maila, not like we thought, thought before, that it's just a, a, we cannot eat, because we're not up to the level of loss and love, so at least we have something. The Rebbe says, no, there's a specific mile by having some food by the third meal. Why? Since this suda is supposed to be resembling and similar and connected to La'asad Lavoy, and La'asad Lavoy, there's going to be a physical body that's going to be getting the reward for everything and did in this world. So therefore, our body right now also has to be feeling some pleasure in this meal by eating something at least. In other words, on the one hand, yes, we're not having bread, representing this great gili that's going to be lost in Lavoy, but at the other end, we are tasting something, we're having something to represent this idea that there is still a Gashmias, the Kaguf, and it's still associated with, with Gashmias. The Rebbe says, furthermore, 
we know that it says clearly that there's going to be a physical meal of the Leviathan and the Shoyer Habor. And to hint to all of this, that's why we eat at least something, we at least taste something. The Rebbe now takes us all to a deeper level, to another level. And the Rebbe says the fact that the ultimate reward is to the Neshomis as they are in a goof, is because when Mashiach is going to come, it's going to be Nizgala, going to be revealed, the Mila, the advantage that the goof has over the Neshama. It's explained in Chassidus that specifically in the goof, you have the Koyach of Atzmus, of the very essence of Hashem, is Dafka the one that's creating the goof. And the Neshama is going to come to appreciate Atzmus, Dafka from the goof. It's called the Neshama is going to be sustained through the goof. Says the Rebbe, therefore, the fact that we are tasting something, that we are eating something now, is actually coming to emphasize this special mile that there's still a goof, and that the goof is eating something, having something, etc., to emphasize the mile of the Gashmis and the mile of the goof. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the deeper meaning of what Rabbi Yossi was saying. My portion should be from those that eat the three meals, meaning to say that he should be able to actually eat something, not just abstaining from the eating and being on the level of Hayoim Loi because we don't eat at this meal. We're trying to focus on the mile of the Gashmias. In other words, that there should be the food. I should be able to taste something and this should be the timing. In other words, you should feel the mile of the goof of the Gash, of these in Yarim that are going to be revealed, which is the mile of the goof. And that's why we're bringing the proof, the Rebbe Rashab is bringing the proof from Rabbi Yossi by saying that a person should be tasting something, in other words, from the fact that Rabbi Yossi says, Yei my portion should be from those that have the three meals. He's showing that there's a certain advantage in having food also by the third meal, even though this is a day that says, a meal regarding which we say, Hayoim Loi, that's seemingly negated from food. And with this, he's giving us the koyach, that we too should be able to eat something by this meal, but again, not in a way that it's diminishing or taking away from the hayoim loy, from these great giluyim of lasid, but on the contrary, that we feel in the food itself that we're eating, the mila of the Shabbos, the great Shabbos of the future, the time when the neshama will be sustained by the guf.